0: hi and welcome to housewives of true crime welcome welcome i am tabitha give me Dateline, white wine and i'll pick up your kids in the carpool line the next day right yeah the next day okay and i am gretchen i like white wine
1: true crime and in bed by nine because i have a lot of stuff to do in the morning <laughs> <laughs>
2: We are Housewives of True Crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome.
0: Housewives
2: of True Crime. How Christmas are you? Christmas edition. <laughs> Isn't this was the week just before Christmas? to me about her face. She thinks her face is... You guys, I mean, if you're look, watching on YouTube, it looks better than it does in person because I have some good lighting. <laughs> but,
1: dude, I just cut my face like with the tinkle razor.
2: Yeah. I did that the other day, like so bad. It was bleeding. And I was like, I'm going to look like a man. <laughs> like, yeah. I look like I got shaved.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Face. I did. And I did it with a little cotton ball. And I mean, it looks, it looks crazy.
2: I know it's not funny. And, isn't guys... it? and
1: every time you get out those razors, it is so scary. You have no idea how much hair you have on your oh, face. Oh
2: My gosh, you guys, if you don't tinkle razor, your face, you probably don't know that you're you have really hairy face and you people do. see it in the sunlight. <laughs> they don't tell they you, do. they don't they tell you. Do. And then, then you go in there and you're like, Oh, we gave that as like a favorite things. And somebody was like, wait, what is it? I need to shave my face. I'm like,
0: yes, you do. It yeah. also
2: actually is supposed to help your skin, like takes exfoliates all the dead skin off and whatever. So it is something to put in your new year's resolution and it's, you know, cheap. Well, Just listen, I'm trying yourself. to get it
1: together because I'm making an appearance at the, um, the nutcracker when crack some nuts, with those mm-hmm. children of mine going to mm-hmm. clean them up, shine them up. Take Put a nice outfit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Put them in a nice outfit. Do yeah. their hair. Yeah. So I gotta. It ta- it takes me multi days of preparation. You know, shave the legs, shave the face, all of it. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I, did, I I can't believe they my kids even want to go to this shit. It is so boring, right? The, the Nutcracker, the ballet. I mean, and the Nutcracker is probably the most entertaining of the ballets, but like, I'm not really that
2: into it. If you have a kid in it, then you're into it for sure. But oh, yeah, you don't have a kid in it. It's kind of like, eh, I don't know. Some people really dig it. So if you are one that totally digs it, like awesome. It's amazing. great. Yeah. And it's a tradition for some, right? So it's like, that's what they do every holiday season with their grandma and their Mom and the generations all come and whatever, which is really cute. I love, I love doing that kind of stuff. Like, you know, holiday traditions are nice.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do like the holiday traditions of the things that you always do. Like this year, we missed the boat parade and stuff. Though, I don't mm. like that if you keep adding these holiday traditions, then it is so many things.
2: Yeah, that's that what I it have tomorrow. Becomes so stressful. I have a cookie exchange. Which mm-hmm. if anybody listened to Patreon, they would know that Gretchen would be like so beside herself if she knew that I was going to either buy the cookies out of the box or make cookies out of the box. But I seriously have like no time. I don't know what I'm going to do. And okay, I don't, don't think do I can your really. Cookie
0: exchange... Yeah, I know.
1: Okay, I'm well, not going to no, do a box cookie exchange.
2: Friends dirty. Like at least go to like crumble
1: or someplace that oh. has like.
0: That's awesome so cookies. That shit's oh. so.
2: That's a lot of money, and you got to bring like enough for everybody. So no, I'm gonna make them. I'm gonna make them. I just am gonna have to like find some time. Drink a red bull. Midnight and up. three. <laughs> I know. That's right. Seriously. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do that.
1: It's the season. I know. I to know. be. I went to the gym this morning.
2: Well, at the six a.m.
0: You did. I'm so proud of you.
2: I know. Maybe mm-hmm. you're going to actually inspire me to do it also because I have really fallen off the wagon.
1: Yeah, I did fall off the wagon. I got a sinus infection, you guys, and it like really mm-hmm. put, it put me back in a funk, you know, when you
2: don't, you don't feel like doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, on last Patreon or bonus episode, if you all have not joined yet, now is the time. Seriously, give yourself a treat go to patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime, or just click on the clink clink club on Apple or on Spotify. You could find the housewives of true crime group It's there. All of it. It's easy peasy lemon squeezy and you'll enjoy it. But anyways, I told y'all I was making a Christmas tree out of pizza balls. Remember? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I did it. Turned out really. Did it work? It turned out so damn cute. Okay. Had a little star on top and the balls made a tree. And then at the bottom, you put a little tree trunk with only two balls. Mm -hmm. Well, everybody Mm -hmm. at the party thought those two balls at the bottom
0: looked more
2: more like something else and not a tree trunk. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, this is why I love y'all. Because you thought that and then laughed about it
1: oh yeah and And if you like laughing about balls definitely (laughs) join patreon in fact if you don't I don't recommend
2: (laughs) oh my god on somebody on spotify you can if you listen on spotify please answer our questions because it's real fun to read them and I we read all of them and so please give us some um and I'll publish them so uh somebody um which i did not publish so sorry um i did not like this one but they they said these girls sound like they're 12 years old <laughs> well that's true
0: and i, I thought like, you should publish it
2: i was like wait you you really haven't listened to us long enough that we say we sound like we're 12 years old oh yeah 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 but it's okay yeah, we're down definitely with it. Own it um do you like yeah, this hat okay. that i'm wearing today yes did I you do. get your very own in the i
1: mall? did not no i didn't
2: I Four. didn't send you a hat. Oh my God, what no. a loser I am.
0: <laughs> no, no <laughs> That's your next Christmas I ha- present.
1: I have been representing mm-hmm. the
0: uh,
2: Housewives and Clink Clink gear, and I've been getting compliments in the hood. Yeah. So if you haven't got your merch yet, I'm taking this one on vacation, and it's bright pink, and it says Clink Clink. It's really cute. And I'm wearing it with my Clink Clink sweatshirt. That's also pink, pink sparkly. I'm going to show it on uh, the YouTube So if you haven't checked us out on YouTube, we're there too. Anyways, I know you have a crime to cover today. I do. Enough about us.
1: Let's do it. Today's story is taking us across state lines, but we are going to start in sweet home Alabama.
2: Alabama. Right? Mm-hmm. okay
1: chula alabama All It's right. a rural area outside of uh, mobile alabama population about 195
2: okay not too small
1: no 195 oh, wait. people oh. not oh. thousand okay <laughs> <laughs> no no it's a real real, real rural yeah. yes okay. okay
2: i was thinking yeah. you okay. said rural but then i was thinking one hundred ninety-five thousand. i was like that's not really rural <laughs> no, okay no, 195 nope no. no. Everybody knows everybody and everybody's related to everybody.
1: knowing everybody. Right, right, right. It's the home of the Bentleys, a real nice family. Mark Bentley owns a construction business and is a respected elder at church. Mark met John Chapman one day when he approached him because he was looking for work. Mark didn't have any, but John said he would just work for free. And Mark was impressed. And so he ended up taking him home with him. When Mark's wife, Kim, met him, she thought he was so sweet. He complimented her cooking. Mm, That'll do it. I think (laughs) That's all. that'll do it for me. (laughs) Yeah. So he warmed her heart talking about how much he missed his mama and his brother in Oklahoma. And John said he had hit the road and landed in Alabama because he was just looking for a fresh start. John was a real charmer. Even the Bentleys teenage daughter nicknamed him Ken, like Ken and Barbie, Mm. you know, they Mm -hmm. all just took him in, got along. This nice family felt compelled to help charming John out. So they gave him a place to stay and a job to get him on his feet. You know, isn't that the nicest?
2: It is the nicest, but that is like some real red flags to me.
1: Well, I
2: mean, wouldn't it be nice if
1: John was grateful and he got it together and became a valued member of the chinchula community?
2: Well, yes. Did that happen?
1: No, that didn't fucking happen.
2: (laughs) Yes. And it would have been amazing. But it would have (laughs) been. I'm just saying. That rarely ever happens. And if somebody's starting their life right over, I'm like, Uh, okay, are you uh, a convicted felon? Did you escape from prison? Did you just murder somebody? What's going on with you?
1: You and I think alike. Okay, so I am all for helping people out. But you can't go around believing everyone's sob story and taking them into your home. You need Mm -hmm. to do some investigating. You know, come on. These people, from what I can tell, are really as genuine and, you know, as giving as I'm telling you they are. Mm -hmm. But I mean, still, come home right yeah. they give him the boot and go about their lives because he he had a meth problem you know okay so at their
2: house they figured it out like dude you're yeah at you're their house they crack. figured out
1: he was full of shit yeah. and using the math and you know they weren't they weren't cool with that
2: mm-hmm.
1: okay he yeah. you know gets to getting and they go about their lives and John goes about his life. He spent the next couple of years bouncing around. At one point he worked at a refinery and another family took him in. Stop. From what, yeah. He's the, very charming. The charmer,
2: the charmer. It's that. He, he it reminds is. Me uh-huh. a dirty
1: John, you know, such a charmer. Totally. Hmm. Ironic. It's the John <laughs> name. name. Right. Okay. His name's
2: probably not even John. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, okay. ding, ding 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 ding. Okay. a name. Yeah. Okay. Ding 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 ding. a name. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. So from what I read about this other couple that you know took John in was that they were getting a divorce. And so it would be helpful for him to stay with the husband and contribute, but it ended up shaking out very similar to the Bentley's experience because John still had a thing for meth and sex workers, as well as working and paying rent was not the priority they felt Mm -hmm. it should have been. He managed to get himself a girlfriend, though, after that, a woman named Vicky, who describes him as being kind and gentle. Okay. She fell for him after their first day to Olive Garden and a movie, which, you know, does sound nice. Breadsticks
2: okay. and popcorn. That's all Unlimited. I and that salad is good. It is good. Okay. The dressing. Yeah. It's a dressing. It is. And the crisp, yeah. like iceberg. I don't know something about it. They just do it right. Mm-hmm.
0: You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is... It starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences and then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put up learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously get started before your summer vacay. That our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today.
1: Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Investing. Acorns Advisors LLC Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities LLC member FINRA SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. I'm back again talking about Rakuten. Rakuten is where it's at. It is the smartest way to shop. Members earn cash back on everything they buy and can maximize savings by stacking cash on top of other deals like store sales and coupons. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores like Walmart, Urban Outfitters, Expedia, places you already shop for sure. So why not be saving while doing it? How it works is the stores pay a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You can paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Rakuten has over 17 million members saving and Rakuten members have earned over 4.6 billion in cash back. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Clink, clink. Well, so, you know, aside from Olive Garden sounds nice, he wasn't all that nice. And we know that because Vicki called the police twice for domestic abuse, though she did not press charges either time. Vicki and John lived together in Via Rica, Georgia in 2003 in an apartment complex. Their neighbors weren't big fans. That would be on account of John being arrested for exposing himself to an 18-year-old girl who lived there with her mother.
0: Oh, God. She
1: said in the police report that she was, quote, scared of Mr. Chapman because he repeatedly came to her apartment, turning the doorknob, trying to get inside. Oh, creeps. mm -hmm. He'd appear in the morning after her mother left for work. One day he'd be at the front door, the next day at the back. Hell to the no. hmm She said some mornings he sat outside his apartment drinking beer and talking to himself.
2: Mornings. You know, like morning beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, morning time. beer.
1: Yeah. That's because he didn't go to sleep, I imagine. I also read they found a box outside the girl's bedroom window that contained rope, tape, and binoculars. Terrifying. Uh, yeah. So I am not clear as to what Vicky's reaction was exactly when all that happened, but I know she didn't really tell her boyfriend John to kick rocks. I know that because he called her from sweet home, Chinchilla, Alabama in 2004 and told her he had found work down there and would start looking for a place for Vicky to come join him.
2: Okay, so wait, in Georgia was before he got to Chinchilla to start his life over.
1: Now started off in
2: Chinchilla, went, went to, to Georgia, Georgia, circled back to Chinchilla. Back to Chinchilla. Okay, I mean, you mm-hmm. would pick, wouldn't you pick somewhere that's like a little bit bigger? Well,
1: listen, he masses. made his way back into the Bentley's Stop. heart. Yeah, he got back into there. Good graces. Mark Bentley gave him another chance and gave him a job and a place to stay again, oh my gosh that's That's just how they were. Everybody says they're just you know real
0: nice, real generous
1: people. They had a relative that was staying with them at the same time, too working for Mark, and he went by the name Scooter in. September, 2004, Hurricane Ivan was fixing to roll through. And so Mark Bentley packed up his family and got a motel in Birmingham while they waited it out. He offered to get a room for Scooter and John, right? These two kind of, I don't, I mean, I hate to call Scooter a drifter because, but I mean, John, you could kind of classify as a drifter, but the two drifters, he's got staying with them, right? Okay. Yeah but they elected to stay behind and look after the house. After Mark returned home a couple days later after the hurricane had passed, he was met with his neighbor Lisa's grown children banging on the door, distraught and needing help because they had found their mother dead and had no cell service and they needed help.
2: Oh my god. Okay. Mark
1: and Scooter jumped in to help in any way they could, but John not so much. He was like, "Y'all, go check it out. I'm good." Just stayed on the couch. Mm-hmm. So they managed to get to police to the scene, and initially, what police thought was that Lisa had died because there had been an accidental fire on account of the hurricane, you know, like maybe something happened with her Coleman. Lisa had sheltered with her family for two days in a motel, but then she had gone back to her mobile home. Her kids knew reception was terrible in Chunchula, and that's probably why they hadn't heard from her. But it had got to the point where they realized it had been too long with no contact and they needed to check on her. They found her charred remains in her bathroom. Mm -hmm. The coroner discovered that she had actually been shot first and then lit on fire. So now... Authorities had to inform her still-in-shock family that their mother's death it was a was murder. not an accident. It was a homicide. Yeah. They told them, you know, nine out of 10 times, this is someone the victim knows. Well, her family could not think of a single person that had any reason to hurt Lisa. Lisa Nichols was a 44-year-old disco biscuit grandma who had worked at the same grocery store for over 20 years. She had had various relationships with men that didn't work out, but she was still friendly with her exes. And at the moment she was resigned and happy to be in her own place, living by herself in the country in mm-hmm. rural chinchilla.
2: And 44 years. <laughs> grandma, that scares me. Cause I'm like turning 44 <laughs> this next year. I'm like, well, yeah, well, I'm 45. Being okay.
1: So grandma? she popped him out young or yeah. whatever.
2: But oh, I mean, oh. I, you know, me, I wouldn't mind living rural. No, I know you wouldn't. <laughs> I, I also, yeah. unlike my face is starting to look like a grandma. So <laughs> there's that. True. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> and our necks. Also, I it's, can't, you know, I can't.
1: we're fighting, Real, fighting, really,
2: really fighting it.
0: Yeah. Every step of the way.
1: Well, okay. So police went ahead still and looked into the men that Lisa had had in her past and Mm -hmm. they were all cleared, you know, alibis. They were good, no bad blood, but they were looking into them. They were kind of like stuck on that because back at the scene, there was evidence that Lisa had been conversing with someone she knew. They thought that because there were two different types of beer cans, and her charcoal grill was set up with the lighter next to it, but it hadn't been lit, so it was looking like someone had interrupted her when she was about to fix herself something to eat. You know the the power was out,
2: okay,
0: still
1: because of the hurricane, so it wouldn't yeah. make sense for her to be using grilling. charcoal.
0: Yeah, yeah. Police
1: question Lisa's closest neighbors, the Bentleys, again. And Mark, of course, tells him that he had been in Birmingham taking shelter. And Scooter says he was there. And Scooter says something with John did happen one night that was kind of sus. He said that while the power was out, he was going through the house looking for like batteries and supplies. And he found John looking through the Bentley's bedroom closet. He had told him he was looking for a radio, but he noticed that John was packing a pistol. And he thought that pistol was Mark's, Mm -hmm. but I guess he didn't give him too hard of a time about it, but noted, right? Right. So after that questionable encounter, he said John had went somewhere and he wasn't sure where he went. Eventually, Scooter went looking through the closet and found Mark's pistol there and so didn't think too much of it until this all came to light. And so they handed over Mark's pistol to police and along with some of John's clothing that they had come across that was bloodstained. Oh, yeah. With this information, police were now real anxious to talk to John. But Mark told them, "You know, he took off, but go ahead and wait because he'll be back eventually." Well, they waited all night, and he did not show up. They ran his name you know, how they do,, mm-hmm. through their, you know, system.
2: system.
1: Yeah, while well, they're waiting, and they discovered he had an active warrant in Georgia. So John ends up getting word that they were looking for him and he called the detectives up and said, I'm out of town, but I will be back in a couple hours and I'll talk to y'all about whatever you want. Mm
2: -hmm. Sure. And of course
1: he, he, he didn't show up as promised
2: (laughs) (laughs) and give me some more time to run.
1: Yeah. Right.
2: This episode is
1: sponsored by Astapro. Thanks Astapro for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. Hello, listeners. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers online therapy, which is something I have personally benefited from and believe in. Online therapy is a tool I have used to talk things through with the therapists that are difficult before I handle talking them out with whoever is intimidating me at the moment. Turns out I am easily intimidated, but online therapy has helped me work through it. BetterHelp can help you too, because I know for me, keeping things bottled up has had a negative effect on my life and just weighed me down. When I prioritize letting it out and letting go, I feel freer, lighter, just basically better. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clink today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash clink. Where are all my lady listeners at? Because I am talking to you. Is your time of month an easy breezy situation? Or are you like me? And for about a week before your period starts, all you want to do is stay in bed and also eat anything and everything. Or maybe you're experiencing the joys of menopause or that sneaky bee perimenopause. Well then ladies, you've got to try Hormone Harmony. Hormone Harmony is made by the Happy Mammoth Company, which I've been a big fan of for a while now. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called aptogens. Now, here's the beauty about aptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. But it's perfect for those horrible menopausal symptoms that put a woman's life on hold like... Hot flashes, night sweats, racing thoughts, low moods, poor sleep, feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, no desire to be in bed with someone. You know what I mean? Yes, hormone harmony can help with all those things. And the biggest benefit is feeling like yourself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 17,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code CLINK at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use code CLINK for 15% off today. CLINK CLINK, ladies. Not only had he broken his promise about meeting them, he fibbed about being out of town, Tab. Well, he was there.
2: (laughs) He was at the local bar.
1: (sighs) Mm, Better. There was a call about a man in town chasing someone with a gun and the person getting chased turned out to be John. What happened was John was visiting a, a meth procurer when the procurer spied John grabbing a handful of meth. And that led to him chasing John down the street with a gun and John leaving his car behind in the man's driveway. When they ran the plates to investigate, you know, like the junkie thief on the loose, They found it was damn John. They were like, we've been waiting for him. (laughs) Right? Okay. So John, now without a vehicle and high as a kite, he decided that it would be a good idea to call detectives up again so he could explain himself and get them off his back.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Well, they were happy to converse with him over the phone. They conversed with him long enough to trace the call and find him sitting in the passenger seat of a man's truck.
2: Not his own. Like he just like (laughs) hopped in.
1: If you've ever been around (laughs) someone on meth, you know, they're very fucking chatty, right? You know, that was working for them in this case. Yeah. Okay. So this man said he did not know John. But John had showed up at his home and asked for a ride to the bus station and he agreed to do so because he just wanted to get rid of him, mm-hmm. which I mean, it's scary Obviously. as fuck to get in a, you know, a vehicle with someone that high, but I can understand it. Like, yeah. I just want you to go away. Yeah, sure. I'll put you on the bus. Right. Okay. So police were able to keep questioning him at the station because he had an active warrant. They want to know about what happened to Lisa and John was all over the place for a while, but then he settled on the story that what had happened with Lisa was that she had wanted to do crystal meth with him. So he went and got it for her and then she OD'd and died. And so he got worried that he would get blamed for that. So he went and got a gun and shot her And then he thought that probably wasn't a great idea. So he should cover his tracks more by starting a fire with some gasoline. So, uh, you know, there's a lot there. For one, that doesn't really jive because Lisa
2: didn't use drugs.
1: She, she, you know, she just didn't. Yeah, they're
2: like, there are no drugs in her system. So
1: right. Uh Start over. Well, but what they did know was that she had been shot before the fire. And they wanted a confession from him because obviously his OD story is BS. So they are keeping him talking. And he asks at one point if he can call his girlfriend, Vicki. Well, Vicki did not pick up, but the interview ends. Okay. And the detective ends up. Trying Vicki's number.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, she didn't pick up until the next day. But when they did reach her, they tell her they have John in custody, and she responds, "You know, great. What did he do now?" And they um, said, "And well, she's in Georgia. Uh, it's right? bad. Yeah, and she's in Georgia." Okay. And they said, "Well, you know, it's it's bad, Vicky. It's murder. That's what we're questioning him for." And Vicky, she didn't skip a beat and said something to the effect of, shit, I knew he did it. And they're like, what are you talking about? She says there was a 16-year-old girl up here in Georgia who was killed six months ago. And I always suspected he had something to do with it. She said the day before the body was found, John had come home, looking worse for wear, had some scratches on him. And then he put his clothes in the wash and got in the shower, which was not his normal jam. Doesn't sound like John was very hygienic. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, side note. Vicky, if you suspected him of murder, honey, why were you still planning on moving out of state to be with him? That's what I want to know. Yeah. With him down in Alabama, seems like it would occur to you that maybe you had
2: dodged a bullet. Like, totally. Literally. Do you think she really was or she was just telling him that to like appease him? You know, I hope it's the latter. I. Right?
1: Uh, To be honest, I cannot make, I've read a lot about this woman. I mean, well, not too much, but I can't make sense of it. Okay. What she was thinking. Yeah. With this new information, the detectives decide to put this 16 year old girl case on the back burner, you know, Mm -hmm. so to speak, so they could focus first on getting a real confession about Lisa it wasn't that hard once they decided to use a little trickery. They told him a fib about his, which is only fair. He'd fib to them, right? Mm-hmm. They about are allowed his to lie. Fingerprints. <laughs> they are allowed to lie. Yeah, they are allowed to lie. They told him his fingerprints were left on a beer can at Lisa's house, which they were hoping they were, right? But that mm-hmm. they just didn't, didn't come know that inclusive Oh, no, it, it they weren't good enough uh, prints to get like a What real about print, the okay?
2: DNA on the the beer like sipper part?
1: Uh, what year I don't was know this? if this was 2004 so yeah you I mean think. they could have done that but DNA testing takes a while. Fingerprints yeah. is pretty quick. You know, they told him that and John believed them. And then he What he ended up telling them was that he had really gone over to Lisa's to rape her and had got in by begging her to let him call Vicky. That's when he made the call that she should pack her bags and move on down to Chinchilla to be with him. Was from Lisa's house. Yuck. He said Lisa was actually really nice. When he went to rape her, though, she fought like a wildcat, so he had to shoot the bitch. He's
2: His a monster, cavalier,
1: he is a monster. His cavalier attitude, plus what they now know about another possible young victim in Georgia, got mm-hmm. detectives thinking this might not have been John's first rodeo.
2: John so might be a put, serial killer, actually.
1: Yeah. Because he was so, it was so disturbing the way he just switched and laughed about it. Mm -hmm. No remorse. Totally. So they put out an alert all over asking anyone if they have any unsolved rape and murders that could possibly be linked to John.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Well, they got a call from a sheriff in Missouri. And he told them that you guys got it twisted because he had John Paul Chapman with the same social security number that they reported in custody in one of their fine prisons. So it couldn't have been John Chapman that committed the crimes in question. That threw them for, you know, a real (laughs) fruit loop. (laughs) Who the heck do they have in custody if John Chapman is in prison in Missouri? They have no idea, so they call up Vicky again, and she tells them that she's only known John as John. She knows that his mama's name is Jean Beard, and she lives in Miami, Oklahoma. Did you know there is a Miami in Oklahoma?
2: no. No, I, well, I do now. I imagine it's not the destination to go to because I think I would have heard of that if it was.
1: It's a small town, population around 13,000, kind of northeast of Tulsa.
2: Okay. Okay. I think it's kind of fun. You could say you live in Miami.
1: You could. Yeah. I mean, I don't foresee it being on any of your destinations. You no. like to stick to the, you stick to those big, uh, you know, touristy spots tabs all over broken bow Tulsa. Yeah. I don't
2: think you've been to Oklahoma city yet though. I've only been to broken bow. Oh, and I went to wind casino. Oh, okay. Uh, my next place I'm going in January is to, um, Choctaw supposedly it's, oh good, yeah, I know. I hear one. that's really fun. Yeah. 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 I haven't been to
1: Tulsa, but I hear it's really fun, but I've been to Oklahoma city and it, it's great. Okay. It down. It's fun.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: They just Miami though. It's small, right? 13,000. So the police just call up the police station over there
0: mm-hmm. and
1: say, do you happen to know a resident named Gene Beard? And they tell them, oh, yeah, please tell us you have her son, Jeremy Jones, in custody. We've got a stack of outstanding warrants for him for rape going back to 1996. Yeah. Yeah. So they sent over a picture and it became clear Jeremy Jones was really who they had. So Isn't that crazy that right away you said it was a fake name? I know. I mean, you are, your crime skills are just (laughs) El Fuego. Uh,
2: I mean, five years down the road or whatever, ding, ding, (laughs) ding.
1: And the ESPN or something. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh So turns out when Jeremy had hit the road because he wasn't, you know, keen on going to prison for rape, he had stopped at a bar in Missouri and confessed to the bartender that he was making his way to anywhere because he was a little bit wanted in Oklahoma. And since she happened to have a son who was recently incarcerated, incarcerated,
0: incarcerated,
1: <laughs> and she knew he would be for a while she offered to sell Jeremy his identification and social security card for
2: 50 bucks. No, 50 bucks. Wow.
1: (laughs) I mean, I I don't even know what to say about that. Right. Yeah. But that is how Jeremy Jones got away with being John Chapman for years. Fun fact, listeners. Actually, not so fun fact. Did you know we're eating and drinking roughly a credit card's worth of plastic a week? Yep, that's right. The products we're using every day are ultimately contaminating our water supply, generating hundreds of microplastics that we end up ingesting. So Blueland set out to do something about it by eliminating the need for single-use plastics in the products we reach for the most. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful, cohesive design that look great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Refills start at just $2.25. You can even set up a subscription or buy in bulk for additional savings. It's really a game changer because it's such a space saver in my crazy life. No more bulky bottles of liquid filling up my cabinets and my Costco cart. I love it. And you will love this. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. That's blueland.com slash clink to get 15% off. Listeners, I know we all love to clink clink, but maybe you're looking to clink clink and cut back. You know what I mean? Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? Well, recess is a great tool to assist you because recess mocktails are 0% 0% alcohol, made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, sweetened with agave, infused with functional ingredients, and they taste just like your favorite cocktails, just without the alcohol. I love the Recess Paloma because I love the ritual of pouring myself a lovely drink to unwind. I love doing that every night. I think it's essential. Recess zero proof craft mocktails is my go-to to go chill. So get off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash clink. And you too can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Clink, clink. Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Dot co slash clink. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that. Medication costs are separate. That's R O.co slash clink. But what is really the saddest is that he had been picked up and charged as John Chapman, which meant that his fingerprints were submitted to the FBI multiple times, but upon receiving them, they never like ran them through the system to cross check them like they're supposed to. And so they had a file for Jeremy Jones and John Chapman
2: with the same
1: prints. Yeah. If they wouldn't have dropped the ball there, then he would not have been able to have been released and gone on to kill Lisa and more possible victims the fbi did tell well they sent lisa's family a letter saying that they were real sorry about that yeah yeah which i mean at least they have him at least yeah i mean at least they have him but i mean as you can imagine you know when her family learned that they're like beyond infuriated because of a paperwork mix-up he was free to you know hurt anyone when the detectives called him by the name Jeremy mm-hmm. Jones, they said he lost color in his face and told them, oh man, I haven't heard that name in years. And he went on to confess a multi-state trail of multiple sex crimes and murders. The thing about his confessions is some of them make sense and the details are verifiable, and some of them not so much.
2: Well, he is a he, meth head, so I'm
0: sure his details are gets confusing a little yeah. shook up in there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He was actually questioned about the murder of Patrice Andres, whose case is heartbreaking and was featured on Netflix Unsolved Mysteries reboot. Mm-hmm. If you watch the episode, they kind of pin it on her boyfriend,
2: but obviously,
1: you know, it's unsolved.
2: Yeah. They think it's him. Yeah. I know. Meanwhile-
1: so Jeremy can, they talk about Jeremy Jones, but Jeremy did not send them to the right place to find her remains.
2: I just, I think um, uh, he's, he's like messed up you know, like maybe he doesn't even remember. Listen, I can't even remember yesterday and I don't even do meth. So true. Seriously. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> I had to eat some to... humble pie yesterday because my husband was like, we have like kind of, we're, we're kind of childish about this stuff. Like we say like all the time, our arguments are, you never listen to me. I told you that, you yeah. know? Yeah. And <laughs> he did that to me. He's like, you never listen to me. I told you that. And then he's like, you'll remember because I said A, B and C. And I went, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You did tell me that. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Walk it back. Yeah. So Jeremy, he confessed to abducting and killing Patrice, but her remains were not found. Like I said, where he said they were, and they were eventually found in a completely different area.
2: But kind of like in the same city? Mm,
1: I think in the same county. But he still has not been eliminated as a suspect in that case because there were details that they still believe he knew that only the killer would have known.
2: I think it was him. He,
1: yeah, I think it was him too. He recanted his confession about Lisa's murder despite the over amount yeah. of evidence against him. They had her DNA on his clothing. Remember, they took the blood The blood Yeah, yeah, and the gun ballistics were a match. You know, it was the pistol him. they recovered
2: from the closet. Yeah, he just wants to throw people for wild goose chases. Maybe I don't know. Oh He's yeah, a no,
1: that's it. No, that's his jam. Yeah, he was trying to say that he confessed to police. You know, in duress. And so now he's pleading, you know, not guilty. Well, while awaiting Lisa's trial, he actually called up Mark Bentley. Like the balls, right? You know, and so he's calling him from prison. So it's on the recorded line. So it's so sad. He says like, hey, Mark, it's me.
2: Does he say John
1: or does he say Jeremy? No, he says it's it's. Oklahoma actually is what he calls himself. Okay. And, but I mean, I'm sure, you know, for Mark to get that call, he had to, you know, they say a prisoner from blah, blah, blah. Uh Yeah, I know. Talk to you. Yeah. Okay. So Mark says, I don't want anything to do with you. You killed my neighbor and let me go in and see it and I'll never get over it you hurt me. I trusted you. Jeremy told him he was just so high and out of control. He doesn't really say he's sorry, but he says, you know, I was out of control and you know, once it started, I couldn't stop. So, I mean, that conversation was definitely not under duress. Mm-hmm. So that call was played for the jury that found him guilty. But Yeah. 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 So he was sentenced to death in 2005 and has still not been given an execution date. He has admitted to killing a dozen other men, women, and children in Kansas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and Louisiana, but he's also recanted confessions. On back and forth. I mean, there is some debate about what they can make stick with him because because yeah. they think so he all just over cont- the place. He is so all over the place, and there are nuggets of things that make sense. But they think that he just kind of is milking it along because it means he gets preferential treatment. The longer he can string it all out.
2: Mm. Okay, that's why they A do that. Those. I always wonder. That's why they do like, that. Yeah, I was like, why did why do they do that after they're already like on death row? Like. Uh, It's like Israel keys, you know, they're
1: like, give me a Snickers bars. I'll, I'll tell you something. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So what investigators think the truth is, is that he first started in 1992 by stabbing a girl named Jennifer Judd in Baxter Springs. And three months later, he shot Danny and Kath. Kathy Freeman in Welsh, Oklahoma, and also shot Ashley Freeman and Lori Bible and dumped their bodies in Kansas. Then he moved to Georgia and he stabbed Tina Mayberry to death in 2002, followed by Katherine Collins in New Orleans, who was strangled and stabbed in 2004. A few months later, he also strangled and stabbed Amanda Greenwell in Georgia. The next month, he murdered Patrice Endress in Georgia. Then a few months later, he shot and set fire to Lisa Nichols in Alabama. Wow. And I think there's a lot they don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's been charged with anyone but Lisa's death, though, which I am sure is upsetting for the families of the other victims. Yeah. Yeah. He is not getting out. And he has a bad case of hepatitis C. And supposedly his liver might be the end of him before he gets an execution date.
0: So, but so,
1: so be it. Um, I did really like what Lisa's daughter said in an interview that her mother died a hero because she's the one that stopped him. He wasn't going to be stopped from continuing to rape and kill. It was because of her fight. He got caught. And so I just thought that that's just a really admirable of her family to find a way to like give her that honor because it's true.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. I, I definitely, I mean, as much as you can, you know, be so upset and, and, um, I mean, it could be the death of you to have something like that happen to your mother. Um, but that's a really good way to think of it. And it's very true Yeah, Rest in peace, Lisa. And, oh my gosh, all the others. Yeah. And what, um, the closure thing to know, and I'm sure some are probably still missing, you know, just a side note, I am going to do a missing person come the new year. So just prepare yourself because I know it's not a normal thing to know. do, but all those people that have missing people out there, it's like, it's so sad for them. Right. And no closure for not knowing who's taken them or murdered them or whatever. It's just heartbreaking. It is jingle bells. I mean, geez. So, um, in their honor, we can all be very happy that we're all kicking and getting to celebrate our family and loving them and buying them extra Christmas presents. And I actually bought you an extra Christmas present that I have not sent yet. I saw it the other day and it's real special. And so I'm going to send it uh, actually probably should try to send it from California. This is kind of
1: unlike you. Usually we, we don't really like, in truth, we don't really like exchange gifts unless it's like something funny. Then it's like, Oh, I just, you know, I know it's true. We just want to buy it. Right. Yes. But now you're like buying me stuff and I feel bad because I haven't
2: haven't bought you shit. (laughs) Well, it's okay. It's just, it was one of those things. Well, in truth to be told, I did this love language thing recently because my husband is all on the kick with that with his friend because his friend recently broke up with his girlfriend and he's very distraught. And it's been a, it's been a very emotional, um, for him. And so I was like, well, what's my love language? You know? Cause I said for him to bring gifts to this woman and he was like, no, that's not her love language. She doesn't want gifts. So I was like, you know, it's not my love language either. Like I, I like gifts, but I don't like for Christmas. I'm not, I told everybody, I'm like, please don't bring me gifts. Like I don't want, I don't need extra stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't need extra stuff either. I, but I just, I would like it to be like something you like thoughtful, thoughtful gifts.
2: Yes, you like thoughtful gifts. I also like thoughtful gifts too. But some people just like getting gifts regardless of what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like
1: Yeah, okay. So I think that's like... how my husband is.
2: Okay, because so my, my husband. husband
1: my husband first of all usually doesn't get me shit. But this year he has and I know it's something good but he came home and told me, I know you just signed for something. Don't open it. I said, I said, okay. So I, I'm like, oh, he's, he's going out of his way. He's buying me something. Could have had it sent somewhere else, but that's okay. We'll leave it in the garage. Motherfucker leaves it in the garage for like a goddamn week. And I can't even stand it. It's just sitting there. So I'm like, did you finally tell him? (laughs) Yeah, I did. I told him last night. I'm like, Hey, you know, it's, very nice that I am on your shopping list this year, but maybe you could like wrap it or put it somewhere or Mm -hmm. something. But I kind of think that fucker is just like, he just wants to leave it out. Like, yeah, I got you something. I'm awesome.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there are people that also give gifts because that is their like love language of like giving, right? like my mother-in-law, she loves to give gifts and she'll put like, she'll put one tiny thing in a package with like all kinds of wrapping. And I am the type of person that will try to shove as much shit as I can in one bag. Right. And she is like, here's 20 bags. And then, um, like she, it loves the act of gift giving. And so it's just an interesting thing, how people's like, what makes them happy, um, giving and receiving ends could be different. But, anyways, I am. I just
1: would like to see the follow through, like,
2: from start. You will. It's to not finish. Christmas, Gretchen. I told her, I was like, it is not Christmas yet. Like, chill out. If he puts it on his, like, whatever, that's his jam. All of my stuff is in my office. It's not wrapped. It's waiting there. Well, you know why I she's I so defensive?
1: Because she's fucking just like him. She just I am, leaves it out
2: I and am. is like I am just like, it's like Jeremiah. Yeah.
1: And so, yeah. And so and for me, she and Sean get it are just like, oh my God, we buy help. these thoughtful presents and then we just want someone to just for once surprise us and the fucking they can't so do true. it.
2: <laughs> <It's> so true. <laughs> Listen, I bought gifts. I this am year grateful for him.
1: though. It is progress. Mm-hmm. It is it probably it is that very good progress. Yeah. I'm God not going to tell you, it. but that would be awesome. uh, well, I don't know
2: actually why he got you, but I you know, know, I already know, you know, well, he asked me about what you know, I had to ask you again. Listen, but... I know, you know,
1: because as soon as I bring it, I like motherfucker left it in the garage. You start laughing I'm like, Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I can tell I can read you both.
2: Mm-hmm. I know okay. when you're full
1: shit, All right. but I'm not investigating. Don't investigate, which is against my nature. Oh
2: yeah. My God. Cause I don't, I don't, it blow it. I don't want another, I don't want another ice maker debacle, you know, <laughs> she okay. probably still hasn't got that one fixed in her garage the big giant industrial one you got no I haven't no
1: I haven't I knew Mm -hmm. it
2: I knew it that is just like Mm -hmm. probably never gonna happen all right Mm -hmm. um anyways let's uh go get our kids from carpool because that's exactly what we're doing right now and um hopefully you all oh actually so we're going this is this episode's next week okay so we are going to play you for sure one of our favorite episodes next week from our favorite podcast, one of our favorite podcasts called Militarian Murder. And um we'll still here with the intro but we're gonna do a little swap with her and i think you guys are gonna really like it so it's a christmas treat on us and then hopefully you all have a really good break with your kids if you have them um and then if you get off for christmas hallelujah if you don't because you're in the service industry we've been there we have worked all of that before many holidays yeah many holidays and so um we are right there with you, uh, just thinking about you and hoping that you have a good Christmas, even if you're serving other people, and hopefully get some good tips or at least happy smiles, all that. Uh, but we thank you for all of your service, and
0: I think
2: that's all for today. Merry, 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 clink, 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 clink.